Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Hey folks, David Molnar here. Welcome to podcast episode. I have no idea. Sorry, that's just a recurring pattern. I have no idea what's happening uh, with the podcast numbers. Haven't kept Kevin, haven't kept track of that in a little while, but I'm super excited to be here today on Monday morning, November 1st. I, of course, just started a new diet today to get, you know, get in better shape. So I haven't eaten any breakfast today. Um, just, just two black cups of coffee. Um, and that's not the way I like it. I like to, I like to put lots of sugar and stuff in my coffee. So it's, um, you know, a different type of morning for me, but I'm just super excited to be here. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We have a really exciting guest today, a friend of mine from, you know, for a long time now. Um, and we're going to be bringing her on in just a second, but let me know in the comments what you dressed up for, for Halloween. If you did dress up for anything for Halloween, all right, let me know in the comments. I'd love to know that. Um, just, you know, just kind of wondering what kind of crew we have here today. Uh, I think that would be fun, fun to, uh, to note. Um, but, um, we are going to, um, be bringing on my dear friend, Amber Kelly here in just a second to join us and hear a little bit about her story. Um, but she's an amazing photographer and it's one of the things where I've been a fan of hers kind of, you know, like we both lived in the Nashville area for a long time and I've been a fan of hers for a long time, just like watching her, you know, her photography career blossom and explode. And I saw her like basically get clients that I used to have. And I was like, oh, like she's doing a better job with them anyway. So um, anyways, um, Amber's uh, super incredible. I'm going to add Amber to our, um, our podcast right now. Amber, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Very fantastic. Good. Yeah, yeah. So you um you are based in the Nashville area still at this point, right? I am, yes. We are just at 20 minutes east of Nashville. So yeah, we love it. And you've got cool tattoos. Yes. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. Um had them for about gosh, almost 10 years now. So yeah. Okay. I forget about it sometimes. It's funny when spring comes about and I start to wear short sleeve shirts. I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I've got tattoos. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, oh man. So, so you, um, uh, you, I, I, I love your, your photography and your photography style. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of our students have, you know, um, tried to figure out over the years is like, Hey, how do I develop my own style? And that's one of the things where it's like, I see a photo of yours and I'm like, Oh, I bet that's an Amber Kelly photo. Like before I even know like who posted it. Like if I see like five daughters bakery or something, post a photo that you took, I'm like, Oh, I'm pretty sure that's, that's Amber's photo. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what you do lately? And then I want to kind of like dive into your story and hear a little bit more about like how you've developed as, as a photographer. And also you, you were pursuing some pretty, um, pretty fun and really cool niches in photography. And so I'd love to hear a little bit more about that, but, um, what is it that you photograph mainly right now? And, um, and you know, like what is your, what's your specialty? Your okay, so yeah, so right now I uh, I shoot for I shoot basically a lot of interiors for mm -hmm. businesses. Um, I I work for a lifestyle blog called A Beautiful Mess, um, which is uh, they do everything from brand work to interiors, remodels. So we do a lot of interior stuff there, and um, some 
collaborations with Home Depot and um, other home brands. And then I shoot a lot of content for Five Daughters Bakery, like you said. So food photography. Um, yeah. food I also do the styling for the photography as well. So um, when a client books me for food photography, it's a one-stop shop. I do all the styling prep work for the shoot as far as props and coming up with the creative things and to add to photos, to food photos, to make them look a little bit different. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of products too. Um, I've shot for some CBD brands, um, candle brands, uh, diffusers, a lot of home stuff um, and wellness as well. So uh, Vital Proteins, which is a supplement company. I do some work for them as well. Um, so just a lot of compilations uh, throughout the last couple of years with some really cool clients. So keeps my work diverse, which is really fun. Um, keeps me on my toes creativity wise. Um, it never gets boring. Wow. It's always different. Uh, so yeah. I love that. I'm, I'm looking, I mean, I don't know. I think you can see the photos maybe up on your yeah. screen right now. Um, but I'm looking at some of the interior photos and yeah. then I was just looking at some of the, the food photography stuff. Your work is just so beautiful. Um, I love it. And you've shot a lot of weddings over the years as well, as I understand, I, right? I did, um, yeah. I had a wedding business for about 12 years. So, okay. yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. so and so, here's the probably the product stuff. So a cool thing, uh, a lot of our students are, are, you know, it's a conversation that we come up with a lot. Um, that we have that we have a lot of like what are marketable career paths like what are viable career paths that you could take and so I kind of I'll joke around and saying photographing you know tattooed whales in Antarctica may not be a thing that makes you a lot of money because I don't think there's a lot of tattooed tattooed whales um, right. it's, it's, it's kind of sounds silly but the thing is is there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people that say like hey I want to make a living doing you know, landscape photography or doing, you know, wildlife photography or something like that. And I'm, and it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, there's certainly people that make great livings doing those things. Um, but it's not necessarily as common of a career path. What I think is cool is that you've, you've developed a niche in like this food photography area and in some really cool interiors and, you know, this product stuff. And I think a lot of our students are interested in photographing things that are other than just people. You right. Know? Um, so, um, I, would love to like hear a little bit more about that niche and stuff, but before we do that, I need to, I need to see what people are, what people are dressing up, um, as here yeah. in the, uh, in the, um, in the comments over here. So let me go back to our faces for a second. Um, I think I remember someone saying they dressed up as a flight attendant. Amber is a Metallica fan, which automatically ups her credibility. Um, yes. <laughs> Jennifer Jenkins saying she, she's saying welcome. She loves your chair and she needs one for a photo shoot. Um, Donna says she hasn't been much of a Halloween person. Can I admit something? I didn't dress up last night. What did you dress up? Did you dress up last night? Oh yeah. We yeah. have, yeah, my fiance and I have four kids, so we go hard every Halloween. Uh, okay. my fiance and I were, which I, you see the chair. So, you know, this isn't too far off. Uh, we yeah. were like seventies, seventies, a seventies couple. Okay. Um, and I can actually, if you want, I can send you a picture, but uh, yeah. it was really fun. And then our two daughters were a dark angel and a white angel. And then uh, my son was a skull guy. And then our youngest was a minion. So we had a blast. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. I, um, I, I didn't dress up um, last night. I, I, I'm sure I should have, but it was just, you know, 
it was kind of a busy, uh, busy couple of weeks for us. But all my kids did. They were stormtroopers and Elsa. No, not Elsa. Sorry, Rapunzel and okay. Cat. I forget one of the one of the PJ Mask characters. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so there, so there you go. Um, wait, I, I've got your Instagram. I'm gonna pull that up really quick. I think this is the photo. Can yeah. I pull that up? Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So this is you last night, '70s person. Yes. Yeah, and they and it's funny because those are literally our clothes from our closet. We just may not wear those <laughs> things all together at once. Yes, yeah. uh, that's my that's my daughter Josie. Yeah, and that's Bree, <laughs> fiance's daughter. Yeah. Oh, so great. <laughs> Yeah, so we great. do a big photo shoot in the backyard. So I was gonna say, are you are you really good about doing photo shoots whenever you have events like this? Oh yes, absolutely. They, there's our front of our house with fog machine lights, the whole nine. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah, fun. Love it, yeah. love it. So fantastic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> great. Well, um, awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about, um, Laura, wait, sorry, Laura Rainey said, I dressed up as a hot mess. Oh, wait, that wasn't my costume. That was just me. <laughs> so, so funny. Seriously. I, I hear you. I hear you. Tell us a little bit about how you got into photography, how long you've been shooting and, um, and why you're so freaking good. Oh, you're sweet. So yeah, so I've been shooting, gosh, since I was, let's see, 25. So long time. I'm 37 now. So uh, it has been quite a journey. I started my parents actually, it's really funny. No one really knows this. But my parents actually owned a scrapbook store here in Nashville. And okay. yeah, so what comes along with scrapbooking is photography. Um, yeah. And they started the scrapbook store when I was in college, I think. And I started to work there when I would come home for the holidays. And I got involved in taking pictures and I didn't have a digital camera at the time. So um, I asked for one for Christmas and I got the Canon Rebel, super basic. This was a really long time ago. And I got the Nifty 50 and I had a blog because of my scrap, my work in the scrapbooking industry. I was actually a scrapbook designer for a couple companies. Um, think, and this is obviously before Instagram, uh, think influencer marketing before Instagram and Facebook. Uh, so it was just blog based or message board based. So I would have companies send me their products and I would create scrapbook layouts with it to help promote it. Um, so oddly enough, I do that now in the home worlds. I'm an influencer and things like that for companies. So yeah. it's, it's in my roots. Um, it's just evolved, obviously, uh, which has been fun. So because of my work in the scrapbook industry, I needed a camera and I ended up getting one and I started shooting portraits um, of my sisters and friends and things like that and would use them in scrapbook layouts. And then because of my involvement in the scrapbook industry, people would come to Nashville for the conventions that were held at Opry Lane Hotel for the scrapbooking worlds. And they're like, hey, you take great pictures. Can I pay you to shoot our family? I'm like, yeah, oh, sure. So I accidentally fell into it. Um, by way of scrapbooking and crafts and crafts. So uh, all that to say, don't ever think that a different hobby can drag you into photography for sure. Um, yeah. And actually business from it. That was definitely not something I ever expected to happen. Uh, and started shooting families and kids. And then, you know, at the age in the mid twenties, I was, you know, falling in love with my first marriage and things like that. And uh, started shooting my friend's weddings. And yeah in love with couples oh mm. my gosh it's like i got to shoot my friends i was like ah so there was already that connection that bond and we've gone to high school together and college and yeah so 
straight out the gate, my connection with photography has always been very intimate and very um, intentional and conversation-based and emotional-based. And so it just continued that way. I, I basically wouldn't settle for anything less. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted to create. I wanted to create authentic moments and true connection and memories that these people can look back on photos and have them forever. Um, so that turned into shooting weddings and it just exploded. Um, we ended up, you know, shooting weddings for gosh, 12, 12 years and had kids along the way and shot weddings, very pregnant and sh shot weddings, nursing full time. Uh, we had one month, which October, David, you know, is a huge wedding month for here in Nashville, yeah. you know, shot 10 weddings in the month of October while my son was nursing full time. So uh, it was definitely like a run of it. Um, and then, you know, Instagram exploded and our wedding business changed and, you know, the market became oversaturated, as we all know can happen. And yeah. I had to basically pivot and pick up some other things along the way. But I really only wanted to pick up things that I was passionate about and that yeah. I felt I had a connection to. So naturally, my background is a little bit in design, which I think translates to my styling work now. Um, so it's kind of morphed into something that still feels very natural to me and I still love. Um, so then I started shooting food and products and doing styling things, um, you know, within our house and creating vignettes and my love for interior design. It's all morphed and has really been able to take shape in the photography world as a profitable business too. Um, so it's happened very organically, which I think is a beautiful thing. Um, so now I shoot work for um, clients that are, you know, looking for marketing material for their own brand businesses. And they just need someone that has a little bit more of a creative eye to help create those images. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I shoot a lot of work for lifestyle bloggers um, or other brands, other makers, things that have products they need to sell, but they don't know what to do with them to sell them. So we come up with storyboards and uh, go shopping and shop, shop for props and things like that. And um, it's kind of a one-stop shop sometimes if the client needs that. So it's really fun. It's yeah. interesting how like your your love, I, I, I mean, I think you'd say it's your love for scrapbooking, but you know, like your previous life or the life that you had growing up with your parents' scrapbook store. Um, yeah. Like it's really neat how that's kind of like come full circle and like in trans, you know, translated into, you know, kind of some, some new career paths and shifts. Yeah. I, I think that's that's really cool. I'm gonna talk more about that in a second. Um, before we do, I forgot to mention, we're gonna give away um, two, let me see if I can get this to focus, because it always tries to focus on my face. There you go. <laughs> yes, 228 gigabyte memory cards um, to yeah. um, to those of, to two of you guys who share this live recording of the Facebook Live. So go ahead and share that um, on your personal Facebook profile. And one of you guys, sorry, two of you guys who share will win a memory card. You know, it's just one card. Y'all got to split it in half. No, I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll buy we'll buy one for each of y'all, um, and we'll we'll send it straight to y'all. So thanks so much for um, for tuning in today. Um, so uh, yeah, I love. So make sure and share that, you guys, and then we'll uh, we'll announce the winner in just a little teeny bit at the end of the podcast episode. So Lana saying she shared. Shannon saying she shared. There we go. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, so you you had you did a scrapping booking thing growing up. Did you work in your parents' store a whole lot? 
growing up? I did, yeah. I worked at my parents' store and I actually, I went to college at Bowling Green and I loved being involved in that world so much that when I was on campus and going to school, I actually worked in a scrapbook store in Bowling Green because I okay. just loved it. Um, yeah. So I did it in high school and college. Um, so yeah. I love that. Love that. So then, so you're able to come full circle and kind of take some of the, a lot of the design stuff that you learned back then and apply it to like, to beautiful interior design um, type things, which is really yeah. cool. Um, and then obviously like the styling with, with food stuff, you know, as mm-hmm. well, I'm going to pull, pull your site back up on the screen here. Um, yeah, I, I, I just love that. So you got lifestyle product. I'm going to go ahead and pull up these product photos really quick. These are really, really beautiful things. Thank love you. it. Um, so, um, tell us a little bit about how you kind of like how you got into product. Like, how did you get your first gigs? in you know product photography you know what's interesting i think it stemmed from um so my personal instagram is a lot of my home mm-hmm. and I, my love for interior design has been huge through the years and so i've constantly been you know posting and sharing our home and the vignettes that i create and it turns into companies and brands going hey i'd love to see my diffuser in your house and i'd love to see you style it can we send you some products and you shoot it and style it and you know work that way and so it kind of turned into me just sharing my life and my home organically to companies going hey i want to see my product in your house or i want to see what you do with my product and it turned into a business that way um so that's been really cool to see happen so that kind of just naturally happened um like as a byproduct of you just kind of sharing stuff right absolutely yeah just sharing my life and um being vulnerable and authentic and, you know, keeping engagement up and it just turned into, you know, companies want, I love the way you did this. Can you do this with our bedding? Or I love your room. I'd love to see, you know, how you would use our artwork on your wall or how you'd style this. And, you know, we'd love to use it for our marketing material. Of course. Yes, sure. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. That's just really neat how you're able to take like things that that you were previously passionate about and use it to actually grow your photography, you know, your photography business. Right. And, absolutely. Um, you know, like, so for me, I was, uh, I wasn't a musician, but I was passionate about music. I loved photographing musicians on stage. I kind of realized that wasn't really, I mean, I guess some people have, you know, are the unicorns that have made career paths out of, you know, doing live music photos. But for me, it kind of, it, it ultimately ended up translating my love for the music, the fact that my wife was in the music industry on the business side, like it ended ended up translating into, you know, album cover photography. So it's, yeah. it's interesting how like a lot of times your past can kind of come full circle and, you know, and, you yeah. know, and actually be a career path for you. So I think that's, I think that's really neat. Um, I think so something think, I want to expand on that. I think something that I can relate to is I feel like when you're doing something that is authentic to you, mm-hmm. people are going to feel more connected to it. And I yeah. think that's that's been huge. Is that that's where a lot of things, even in my wedding photography business, I was so passionate about like documenting the connection between a couple. And everything that I was um, prompting them to do was inspiring connection, and therefore people saw that and they're like, oh my gosh, I want my love photographed like that. I want, you know, my family photographed like that. And so it turned into just seeking authenticity for me as a person yeah. and my job and my passion and living that. And then it exploded into everyone else seeing it and believing it and 
like craving it. So, yeah. Yeah. I love how I was looking at your description. It says mother plant lady. Like, can you tell us a little bit about that? What does that mean? Plant lady. Uh, so I, gosh, I'd like, if I could turn my camera around, I, we have, um, I'm in our bedroom at the moment and above our bed, we have a huge shelf and it's just like trailing plants all over the place, but our oh, house is, is, that, yeah. is that your, I saw a picture of that. I didn't know if that was yours. Yeah. Or yeah. That's our, um, yeah, I'll see if I can pull that up for everyone. Cause yeah. uh, I was like, man, that's really cool. Yeah, we have, um, gosh, probably over a hundred plants in our house. It's excessive, oh, wow. but, um, to me, this one, it's this one where it says melt with you. Is that your, no, no, that's not actually ours. That's a, a friend oh. and a client, but okay, mom, gotcha. my one is more of my, my house, but, uh, so plant lady. Yes. I love plants. Um, and what's really cool. My, um, my parents, this is backstory. My parents got divorced when I was really young, but my dad has always said that my, my mom was a huge plant person. She loved plants. She had the greenest thumb. My mom passed away about 12 years ago. So I don't have much relationship with her, but when my dad came over to our new house and he was like, Oh my gosh, I see your mom here. And I was just mm -hmm. like, Oh, and that like made me feel very, very close to her, but also realizing like that's authentic to me. Like I'm living something that is a part of me and that feels really good. So yeah, plant lady, tons of plants. Our kids are the same way and it's awesome. They all have plants in the room and they love them. We name them. We play music for them. <laughs> so yeah. Well, you know, I think it's awesome. So one of the things, like there's kind of a common pattern here that I'm seeing. Okay. Um, there's things that make up who you are as a, as a person. You literally call yourself mother and plant lady and all these different okay. things. And, um, and then you have this scrapbooking past and it's like, you know, a thing that you're hitting on a minute ago, we were talking about like a lot of your clients happen organically or authentically and they, they see the authentic, authenticity, is that the right yeah. word? Authenticity yeah. in you and in your style and in your, um, you know, in your photos and the things that you post and they want that, or they want that to be photographed or, and that's, that attracts them to, um, to hire you to photograph whether it's their interiors or their food or maybe their love story. Um, and yeah. I think that's, I think that's really, I think that's really beautiful. So my question for you guys in the audience is in, in hearing Amber's story or parts of her story here, what things about you, the authentic you, um, can translate or do translate could or should or do translate into your photography journey. So for instance, for Amber, she's got the scrapbooking stuff. You know, for, um, you know, for me, I have this history in music that translated into, um, you know, that translated into a lot of the, the work that I ended up doing. Um, and mm -hmm. there's also my love for surfing and beach culture that especially these days really translates into almost all the photo shoots that I do since I live near the beach. I'm like, I don't want to photograph anywhere else. I want to go to the beach because I was landlocked for 14 years. You know, yeah. grew up on the beach, moved away, and now I'm back. And I'm like, I just want to, you know, I just, I, I just love it. But if I scroll through your Insta, your, um, your Instagram or your website, like I see the plant lady evident in here. You know, like I, I, I love that. It's, very, yeah. My yeah. clients are very much like I am attracting. It's that law of attraction stuff. You attract yeah. what you put out. Um, and a lot of my clients have homes like me. Uh, it's, it's one of those things. Are you planting my seeds? Said, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. My fiance was like, honey, all of your clients, the homes you photograph, the people you photograph, they all look a lot like you. I'm like, it's just law of attraction connection. You know, uh, people feel connected in a way when they want to hire someone, they want right. to feel that connection. And I think 
I feel like I'm at least doing a kind of good job of putting out what I want to the universe yeah. in the sense that I really am attracting like-minded people. I'm attracting my people. And don't we all want to work with our people, right? Like, yes. Um, so yeah, I think that that has been huge in the transformation of my business over the last several years of really just attracting who I want by putting out what I want and living an authentic life. And that's coming back to me. So I love that. You know, so Birdie says this, um, I've got the chance to hang out, hang out with Birdie in person not too long ago. So that was fun. Um, but she was saying I was in resort sales for years would love resort photography to be my second career. How cool is that to be able to take something from your past? And since you have the inside scoop on the resorts, you know, and all these different things, like that might be a great career path to, you know, to really get into the, you know, the interior, the exterior of real estate photography, and then also maybe the lifestyle and the landscape side of things and be able to, you know, photograph resorts. I love that. Um, I think yep. that, I think that's really cool. And that's a, that's a natural way to do something that you love. And also it's just going to become, uh, you might just be better at it. Like I think you're better at the interior stuff and the design stuff because because of your past. And maybe that goes without saying, but um, yeah. I love that. It's a Mylene, part of it, yeah, it's ahead, a part of you. You know, it's a part of you. So I, I think that's that's awesome. And she could honestly have a lot of really Brady could have a lot of amazing connections that she could reach out to 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 pertose into that. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. There's a lot of people commenting on the on the different the different um, types of plants. Uh, Pam was saying my life and passion and animals and animal rescue. Yeah, I, I, I don't know exactly what the path would be there, but maybe maybe well, um, you're donating time towards, what? Well, sorry, you're gonna ask? You're gonna yeah, I, so this is actually like a really good thing. Actually down the street from our house, we have a, um, I guess it's an old dog rescue place, facility that was just built. And they have volunteers that go and walk the dogs and spend time with them and that. That is something that she could get started and just bring her camera. And yeah. see if she can, she could also take portraits of the dogs while she's there and see if the business wants artwork of the dogs hung up on their wall, huge prints, you know, like things like that. And that could be an avenue that she could explore for sure to turn that into something profitable. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I've, I've heard stories about like people donating their time or like making sweaters for the dogs or doing different things like that to help the dogs get adopted or, the, or yeah. whatever animals are there. So if you if you have a list or like a catalog of pictures of these, you know, these animals that goes out online, I'm not necessarily sure how that makes you money per se. Right. But what you right. could do is use your passion, your gifting and photography mm -hmm. to help those animals get adopted. And I love that. I think that's really yeah. powerful. That'll give um, purpose too. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So Shannon Price was saying very little to no pictures of me mm -hmm. when I was a baby and little. It means so much to capture my family as it grows. Yeah. So that's a great example of like, you know, Shannon, you could take your passion for mm -hmm. photographing young ones and turn into mm -hmm. a career of, you know, yeah. photographing newborn portraits or lifestyle shoots or family photos. And they're so important, you know, there's we, a uh, lot of photographers that do first year packages where, yeah. and I, did this in my first stages is I would do a first year package where I'd document a newborn session, you know, before 10 days old. And then I'd do three months, six months, nine months, 12 months. And then more often than not, the family would come after me, you know, for a year, yearly photo shoot after that. So you create that connection with a client and it turns into a beautiful friendship and professional relationship too. So yeah, use that passion. And I love the idea of what you're hitting on with the, um, you know, with the first year packages. I, I mean, yeah. I've been saying it, I've been saying it for a while. It's like, 
if I was if I was trying to make a career out of lifestyle photos, um, which is is not what I'm pursuing right now, but like shooting family portraits and shooting you know like specific events and stuff like that, I love the idea of packages and subscriptions. I love yeah. that idea. I mean, mm -hmm. if you can prove, um, you know, if you find a client that you really connect with. And you essentially kind of offer them a discount or bulk pricing or subscription, if you will, to like do a photo shoot every three months or every six months while kids are little and, and doing these sorts of things. And then like, let's say it includes five events per year. I don't know what that is. And maybe a couple of them are like various events that you'll go to for, you know, X amount of time, three hours. Maybe it's one of the kids' birthday parties or maybe it's like some sort of, you know, some sort of event. But like having a, a but like a family having like their photographer that they know, love and trust and then having consistent work from them, maybe you're mm -hmm. discounting the shoots. Like, let's say if you're gonna charge $1,500 per shoot, and maybe you say, all right, we'll do all five shoots for five grand, maybe that's right. a little bit of a discount um, for them, and maybe you're not making quite as much as if they had hired you for every one, but the truth is, is they probably wouldn't hire you for all those events, but when you package it together and make it some sort of affordable monthly payment or subscription thing, that may be a really exciting way to to move towards the future, taking off of Amber's idea for the first year package, just like kind of extending it beyond. And so imagine if you, sorry, I'm like getting all excited about this, but imagine, imagine if you had 20 families that you know we're gonna pay you five grand a year to do this to do this package five times 20 is a hundred grand a year that doesn't seem so unattainable you know right um, and it also relieves stress from you know to me the value there is that, that they don't have to think about oh no you know johnny's coming up on his three month photo shoot and we haven't booked the photographer yet and they've got to ask right. ask this way that stress it's already done like right trust me, when, when i was a new mom I, whew, if I could take anything off my stress level, you know, I would do it. So for sure you, you value, you know, put value in that, that convenience of it already being booked and taken care of, you know? So, yeah. Love that. Love that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Michelle was saying people always comment that I should travel more to share my love for landscape and architecture. Yeah. I love that. Um, that's so great. Uh, I was just kind of reading these comments. I love to photograph food says Ben quick. Um, so I love that. So maybe your passion for food could, you know, turn yeah. into a food photography thing. Um, yeah. how did you get into food photography? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yeah. So again, my personal Instagram, I know it sounds crazy, but I used to just style my own food. Cause I, again, this goes back to my background in design anyway, with scrapbooking. And I've always had a thing for aesthetic and things looking pretty or, I just have an eye for design and it translates throughout my whole life, even the food I prepare. Um, right. So it started with me just taking pictures of my meals or in the process of cooking something. And, um, and then the owner of five daughters just reached out to me, Stephanie, she's become a longtime friend. And it was just like, I love your work. She also saw the work I did for Elsie for the blog, A Beautiful Mess. And that was more of my lifestyle, bright, light and airy. And that's what she wanted for the brand as well. So it turned into her loving my look and aesthetic anyway. And then seeing that I can style as well um, as take quality photos. And so it turned into an amazing partnership that I, gosh, I think has been six years in the running now. I think I've been mm. sure for them. That's the thing too, is 
my two huge main clients, I've photographed their businesses for six to seven years. Um, so I talk about connection a lot and it's because I really do passionately believe in connection because it creates longevity and it creates authenticity with your clients. And that, that I think is priceless. The fact that yeah. you can have a client for six or seven years be consistent. Um, and to me, it's like, you know, we've, we've grown up together. Basically our businesses have changed. My clients have kids and their kids grew up and it's been, it's been awesome. So, yeah. Love that. Love that. Um, that's, that's so beautiful. My headphones just died. So take them off. Hopefully it's not too much of an echo for you. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So for you to be able to have long-term clients, I imagine that's got to be incredibly, incredibly awesome. And it means that you have a good working relationship with, with them since y'all both haven't fired each other, if you will, like, you know, like, yeah. people, like kind of mutually agree to stop working with each other occasionally on, you know, for in different, in different ways, um, you know, for different reasons, but that's so cool that you've had these long-term relationships. Can you give us some tips on like how to craft and develop those long-term relationships? I think more than anything, what I've done with those two clients is just made sure that their needs are being met, you know, constantly checking in on a, you know, by shoot basis, like, hey, did we get everything you want from the shoot? Um, do we need, to, and also too, with my clients, they always, maybe not the bakery, but um, with Elsie, you know, we always review, she always sees what we get after each time we shoot something. So if we're shooting a setup for Home Depot, you know, I'll shoot my series of photos. I'm like, all right, hey, why don't you look through and make sure we got everything. So she knows that I'm looking out for her. I'm looking out for what she, what needs she's needing to meet for her client as well. So she knows that I've got her back. There's um, connection, there's understanding, there's respect. And so making sure that you're constantly checking in with your clients, making sure that their needs are being met. Um, if, taking constructive criticism well too, that's really hard where it's like, okay, actually this time, you know, next shoot, can we shoot a little bit wider? Or can we get some more details? Can, you know, and being open to receiving that and going, you know what? Yeah, I need to work on that, you know, and seeing and taking that extra step, the next shoot to actually follow through and, prove to them so that they can trust you. I think establishing trust is huge because that's going to keep them coming back to you. Um, so yeah, throughout the years, that's what I've really worked on with my long-term clients is just establishing trust, keeping that connection there, um, working on the friendship element too. And that way we can provide for each other's needs on a little bit of a deeper level, which is really beautiful. Um, you know, I've, I've house sat for my clients. They've had me watch their pets. I've babysat, you know, I've done it. Our, our kids play together. So there's, it's turned into a really beautiful professional and personal relationship, even though it was a professional on the front end. Um, so that's been really cool. Love that. Love that. Yeah. So it's like, there's some tips that I'm gleaning from you. It's, yeah. it's basically like, you know, be authentic, which I love yeah. that. Cause you, you, um, you, you know, like the photos on your Instagram are authentic to the mm -hmm. type of work that you do, I think, mm -hmm. which is beautiful. Um, yeah. and, um, and then you're, you're like who you are kind of, I say oozes out into your photography. Like your love for design, yeah. your, your love for plants, yeah. your love for your family, you know, your love for that just the lifestyle stuff in general, like even, you know, your house and your decor and all those different things. And it attracts yeah. the type of clients that, that you want to be with. And, it's, you know, you're saying that like the people that you end up doing long-term, you know, client work with 
are people that end up becoming friends. And I think that's a beautiful thing because people like doing business with people they like. They yeah, like we want, we don't want to be around people that we enjoy being around. Yeah. Like, you know, if there's one of those things that I went through the years, like, oh, I hate shooting this. Why do I keep shooting this? And then I was like, okay, I'm just going to figure out how to shoot more of what I love. Okay. So what is that? Okay. Well then only show what I love. And then it just turned into a snowball effect of really just being able to shoot what I really was passionate about. And it, it worked. <laughs> I, I love that. So Michelle asked the question, I love your stream. Feel the design part really shows in your staging. Did you attain professional education in design? I did not. I have no professional education in design or photography. Um, I think it just comes back to having a passion for something and like going all in, like going hard, studying um, rules of thirds. And, you know, this goes to, you know, composition and photography anyway, that I think that's part of why photography became so easy, came so easy to me is because I had the, the eye for design anyway, and it just turned into professional, uh, you know, experience or not an experience, uh, certification, certification yeah. in any of that. Um, I just studied, I just immersed myself in that world and really honed in on what I liked and I practiced a lot. So, yeah. Uh, David Winch asked the question, how do you convince people to model without looking like a dirty old man? <laughs> just, I just like, how, how do you, you <laughs> You want you want to you want to tackle that? Oh boy! Um, <laughs> I guess it depends on what kind of modeling you're asking them to do. But yes. um, yeah. I don't. You don't, I don't have know. to. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're not a man, so it's a, it's probably a little I different. I just I thought that was a funny question. Um, I, th I think you. I think you. Sorry, my son is. Oh like, good. All good. Sorry, I love my it. son's trying to get at me. It's <laughs> um yeah so so ali sani hussein um so the thing i the thing is i like several things that are related to creating but it's hard to focus on one thing and get better at it um you know amber you know from from my perspective we were really good at several different things was there a time where you like were i'm all right i'm more pursuing meddings i'm more pursuing food photography i'm more pursuing like you know interior design and photographing like, how did you get good at these different areas? Were there different seasons that you kind of developed the expertise in? Yeah, I think um, it came with my season of life. Um, when I started shooting weddings, or when I when I started shooting kids and babies, I was uh, newly married and looking forward to having a family. Um, so that naturally turned into wanting to hang out with families and want to photograph families and be immersed in that world. Um, and then when I started shooting weddings, it's because I was newly married and I, that was my life. That was my world. I was very, again, connection. I was connected to it. Um, and then, you know, as I started having a home and wanting to design and things like that, it turned into shooting interiors and it just happened organically because I was just trying to stay connected to who I was and pursue those things. So, um, yeah, it just, I think if you take a look at who you are and what you love and what you're drawn to and what like you feel good doing and what gives you some sense of purpose, try to find a way to implement that into 
photography and what you want to shoot. Um, and I think beautiful things would come from it. And I can only speak from experience um, that that actually did happen for me uh, very unexpectedly. And it's also changed with my seasons of life um, from, you know, babies, families, to weddings, to now businesses and brands and makers and other creatives, because I feel like that's a little bit more of where I'm at right now is being creative and being immersed with other people. They're doing that and have passion for that in their life and wanting to walk alongside them in their new business venture and like help them share the amazing things that they're doing in their passion to help propel their business to success. Um, so I, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with Enneagram but I am a two wing three. So ah, okay. a yeah, a helper and an achiever. So yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm living my most authentic life in the way that I'm approaching things now. Uh, and maybe that's why things have happened more organically is that it, I'm finally, you know, in tune with who I am and I'm aligning it with my business and the way I approach my business. So it's happened on its own and I feel very grateful for that. Uh, so yeah. I love that. Well, Hey, um, we're, we're winding down here. We're going to give, we're going to give away some uh, memory cards in just a minute, but I want to kind of like leave them with some parting advice. Is that okay? Yeah. Like, so, so think about this for a second. What would you, uh, what advice would you tell to someone who's starting off and wants to pursue an authentic photography career? And I know we've already, we've already been talking about this, but yeah. if you could summarize, if you could give like your younger self, you know, some advice, what would you say to someone who wants to pursue an authentic photography career? I've said this before in various different uh, avenues, but f figure out what makes your heart beat. Hmm. What, what makes your heart beat? Um, and think about that and figure out what that looks like and how you can document it for others or walk alongside them as they're experiencing something um, and establish connection with those people. Um, I think that's huge. I think every, you know, especially with social media being huge and there is a disconnectivity that we have with humans uh, post pandemic or we're still in the middle of it. I don't know anymore. And, um, it's all meta now anyway. I know. And social media, I think everyone just is craving connection, right? So mm. while figuring out what makes your heart beat, mm. try to find some connection to others within that. Um, mm. I think that will make people feel more fulfilled and they'll actually probably tap into parts of themselves that they didn't realize were there. Um, mm. Almost like using it as personal growth uh, and I think that's, that's amazing. I think nothing but good can come from that. Even if it's just personal growth and understanding, I think that's huge. So I love yeah. that. I love that. I'm pretty sure the students have loved the conversation. Um, or at least they like, they liked your side of the conversation. <laughs> They're loving it. They're saying they, uh, don't Barbara's saying, don't be afraid to evolve and stay true to yourself. So, yeah. yeah. So much, so yeah. much awesome things. Um, so that's 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 awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's that's really powerful. And I think so many of us want to want to make sure that we do stay true to ourselves and stay, yeah. you know, authentic and be able to pursue something. You know, I've said it many times for me, um, you know, my photography career has, has adapted over the years. But if I wanted to, if it was just about money, then I would have pursued something else. Yeah. I wouldn't have tried to be a photographer, but I couldn't stand the idea of doing something that I didn't absolutely love and wasn't absolutely passionate about. Couldn't stand, like it just wasn't, 
was never an option for me. Couldn't yeah. like that. Could never stomach that. And that's why I pursued, you know, photography, even though I thought the future looked a little daunting. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, but it's ended up being a really, a really beautiful thing, you know, to, to follow your heart and be authentic and, you know, pursue things that you're passionate about. And our, my journey is going to look different than yours and our different students that are on here as well. But, um, but that's, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful message. So thank you so much, Amber. Well, Hey, we've got a couple of winners. We're going to be uh, giving away some 128 gigabyte memory cards too. So thank you all so much for tuning in today. Um, our, I don't know if you see these winners um, in your on your thing, but I'm I'm gonna. Do you see them? No. Amber. Okay. I. Here, uh, hold on a second. Let me. I want you to be able to announce one, at least the okay. at least one of them. Um, so I just pinged you via Slack. So hopefully you can hopefully you can get that. Um, all right. The very first winner, and then you can announce the second one. I'll do the first one. All right. The very first winner of a you know 128 gigabyte memory card is our vin very own Kendra Bozard, who I believe lives here in the Panhandle as well. So Kendra, you've won a memory card, so congrats. Um, and then, um, you know, I'm not sure how much, the, what the price of those cards are, but um, she'll, Shannon will have to look, sorry, what, <laughs> my, my puns my puns did not work out. We try to pun every time, I'm like, ah, you know, it's like, my puns are very expensive, they're pricey. Uh, what is the next, what is the next winner? Shannon Price. Shannon Price, you uh, have won a 128 gigabyte memory card. We're going to get you the fast one. So yeah. awesome. Congrats to the winners. Amber, you're awesome. I'm so inspired by your work. If you guys have not yet, go follow Amber underscore M underscore Kelly on Instagram. Okay, go give her a follower. Follow. And let me know in the comments if you guys would like to hear more from Amber in the future. Let me know yeah. in, the, in the comments. I mean, I'd love to come back. There's been all this all this love for you so far, so I'd love to I'd love to hear what they what they say about that. Amber, thanks so much for sharing your authentic journey with us. Um, it's a beautiful so it's a beautiful story. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, we appreciate you. Um, Josie is saying love you, Amber. Um, <laughs> thanks so much. Gwendolyn is saying yes. Birdie's saying she's following. Um, so, uh, Mylene is saying she'll definitely go and follow her. So awesome. Awesome. You guys are amazing. Um, <laughs> someone just said, where was it? Uh, yeah, there we go. So they're asking all sorts of questions. So great. Amber, thanks so much for tuning in. You rock. We appreciate you. Have a fantastic day. Bye everyone. We'll, uh, we'll chat soon. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals.